You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you elevate in your relationships from inside out. And I'm your host, Zara J, founder of BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com, The Match Society, and CaptivatingCourtship.com. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. I actually almost tripped over the title right there. But thank you guys for joining me for another week of the Courtship Code Podcast. And we're going to continue on with our courtship series that are targeted towards different age brackets. Now, if you didn't check out last week's episode, last week was all about courtship in your 20s. And I shared with you my observations through matchmaking and coaching and different things to look for to be mindful of and mistakes not to make in your 20s when it comes to courtship or getting married or looking for partners just common things that I've seen over the years now this week we are going to be talking about courtship in your 30s and then next week we're going to be talking about courtship in your 40s and beyond so again I'm just going to share with you guys one your keyword now if you're in your 20s your keyword was proactive and i talked all about being proactive and how to be proactive in your 20s for your 30s and your 40s i also will share your keyword and then the common things that i see things to be mindful of and ways to turn it around or ways to kind of manage this era of your life now If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, share, share, share with your friends, your family members, share on your Insta stories, on your Facebook stories, share on your social media, spread the podcast in the name of support and being a great listener and a fan of the Courtship Code and staying on code. So going to jump into this week's episode with you guys. So courtship in your 30s, oh my God, this has to be. The hardest period for everyone. I don't care if you're a man or you're a woman. The courtship era of the 30s is really complicated and it is a challenge. And I want to spend a little bit more time on the 30s era and making sure that I really talk to you guys. I know a large portion of listeners are in their 30s, whether it's their early 30s or their late 30s. We actually, I mean, we have listeners from all different brackets, but I know that a great portion are stuck in the middle. That's what I would call them, stuck in the middle. I also think that the 30s is the era that a lot of people tend to neglect and, and ignore when they're giving a lot of relationship advice. A lot of people target it towards the younger crowd, people who are in their 20s, who are kind of just dating and having fun or dating and trying to figure it out. And then you have the advice for people that seems to be a little bit more mature, uh, whether that's like 40 or above, but there's not a lot that's really targeted at hitting a lot of the challenges for people that are in their 30s. So the keyword for those who are courting in their 30s, my keyword for you is numbers. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Please keep that word in mind. Please be mindful of numbers and understand that you are in an era of numbers games. And unfortunately, a lot of people who are in their 30s don't play to the numbers game. 
what they do is they continue to go about things with the mindset of their 20s but the actions of probably more of like in their 50s or 60s meaning that even though they may have the desire for commitment desire for the relationship and they may understand that they need to take action and that they need to meet somebody and they need to be proactive about it their actions usually are the opposite they usually take the actions of someone who's already settled someone who maybe may not be in a rush uh to settle down someone who feels as though it's it's not as important and i'm not saying if you're in your 50s or your 60s not important because i have clients in their 50s and their 60s that i work with through coaching so i know that it's important but people that are in that era of their life tend to go about relationships a lot different because they have their kids they own their homes they are near retirement for their career. So their their actions when it comes to relationships are going to be a lot different. Not saying that it's right, how they do things is correct, but there's not a sense of urgency. And unfortunately for a lot of people in their 30s, they move about in the same type of way. They have the mindset of their 30s of what they're looking for. And actually, we're going to talk about that because what you're looking for in your 30s shouldn't be the same thing that you were looking for in your 20s. Um, but that's part of the problem that a lot of the mindsets are from the 20 era. A lot of the habits that were developed in the twenties are now so ingrained and they've been keeping you stuck for so long that you just start to accept them as a way of life. So you have to really start playing the numbers game. And that's a challenge because your lifestyle is different than it was in your 20s. In your 20s, and we talked about this, how your lifestyle tends to be a lot more social and that's what makes it easier to meet people. You just tend to be a lot more social. In your 30s, maybe you've already been married and now you're divorced. Maybe you have children. Maybe you've never been married and you don't have children, but you still kind of live a more insular lifestyle where you're indoors more. Maybe your life is just very routine by now. Everything in your 30s, for the most part, for the majority of people, you have those far and few that are super social, they're always out and about, that are in their 30s. That's far and few. Most people are very routine in their 30s. They go to work, they come home. They go to work, come home, go to the gym. They get up, go to the gym, go to work, come home. Like, it's very routine. Their weekends are typically pretty routine. Their weekdays are pretty routine. So their opportunities to get out and to meet new people, to socialize and to be able to expand their net of options is very slim. The other thing when it comes to your 30s and the numbers game is the mindset. Most people have such a negative mindset. I'm going to tap on this more, but the mindset is really keeping you stuck. You have a lot of habits that you've developed that you are now committed to, um, a lifestyle and routine that you're now committed to. You have things that you're so used to that you don't necessarily see them as problematic. Um, This can definitely cause a sense of complacency where you get stuck in this cycle for years. And for many people, this can be the end of the road for them, which is sad 
because it shouldn't be and it doesn't have to be. But what I've also seen is that so many people make a contract with the challenges of courtship, which is supposed to be a challenge. It's not supposed to be easy. Why in the world would finding someone that you want to commit to, that you want to spend your life with, not be a journey? It's a hero's journey, just like, you know, whether you're looking at Star Wars or Greek mythology or any other hero tale, you have the hero's journey. If you don't know what the hero's journey is, you can go ahead and Google it and research it and look at the different trials and tribulations that a hero has to go through in order to find themselves and in order to conquer and conquest and step into their true power and all that. it's all a part of the hero's journey so your 30s is a very important part to your hero's journey when it comes to relationships so you have to accept the challenge and what's so interesting it is actually a part of the hero's journey and i know this from being a writer right so i've studied how to write to create your hero's journey but part of the hero's journey is accepting the challenge and that could be seen in, like I said, Star Wars, any type of Greek mythology, or any type of hero's tale. You get to a point, Harry Potter, like all these types of movies, right? Like you get to a point where someone says like, you need to travel to this land, or you need to fight this beast, or you need to avenge a death, or whatever that challenge and that conquest is. And at first, that hero always doubts themselves. They say, no, can happen. And in fact, I'm going to do a whole breakdown of the hero's journey on a different podcast episode. I'm going to have to do this, but just to kind of give you a little bit of insight and how it relates to relationships. But, you know, for you guys, um, there's always a point in that hero's journey where they don't want to accept the challenge. They doubt themselves. They don't think it's for them. They walk away. They turn away. They say that they're not capable Um, They're not ready, but they don't feel as though it's going to be a positive outcome or they're fearful for their life. They're fearful of not being able to accomplish what they need to accomplish. But at some point, they have to make the decision to accept the challenge. And they always do in the hero's journey. So you have to reflect on your life and ask yourself, are you going to step up to the challenge of the numbers game? Because the numbers game is what I find that most people dread. They don't want to make it a numbers game. They're tired and they're exhausted from their 20s. They're tired and they're exhausted from divorce. I get it. I understand and I get it. They're tired of the games. They feel like the 30s is like the leftovers of who didn't get married or who got divorced in their 20s. So they're exhausted, right? But you have to step up to the numbers game challenge. So if you are in your 30s, your keyword is numbers. You have to remember that it is a numbers game and you have to play numbers. You just have to meet more people in less time. You have to be proactive about it. You have to get social. You have to put yourself out there. You cannot stay indoors. You cannot feel as though you don't have to do anything or things should, again, we're going to go with the quote unquote, come naturally and just wait, wait, and wait. You'll be waiting forever. And the reason why I said for a lot of people, this is where their journey ends is because they don't step up to the challenge because they don't accept the challenge. Whether that means, you know, trying online dating or, uh, getting out and be more social, expanding your network, whether that means um, asking for help, asking for help. Like you can work with a matchmaker, you can work with a relationship coach one-on-one. I'm not talking about just reading blogs or even, you know, I did matchmaking 
for so long and people who would just put their profile in the system felt as though they were signing up for matching. It's not matchmaking. That's just putting your profile in the system. You have to be more proactive than that. You have to actually invest the time, invest the effort. And in some cases you may have to invest financially. Listen, whatever you learned about relationships up until this point, you're in your thirties. If it hasn't worked for you, you need to learn something different. If the habits and the behaviors and the mindsets haven't worked for you, you need to unlearn them and learn what you need to learn. Because if you don't, you will get stuck. And you all know, anyone who's listened to this know people who maybe they got married and divorced in their thirties. Maybe they've never married. And you see these people in their 40s and their 50s, their circumstance did not change. You will see people who are in their 40s or 50s or 60s and they're still dating or courting or handling relationships in the same way they did in their 20s because they didn't unlearn their relationship habits or their passion patterns. They didn't develop new mindsets. They didn't learn what they didn't know. And it just amazes me because relationships are the one area of life that we feel as though we don't have to invest time, energy, effort, or finances in order to improve in. In any other area of life, if you don't know something or you want to improve in it, you understand that you must invest time, effort, energy, and finances or resources in order to improve. But for some reason, for relationships, we're taught that it should just come natural. And that's absolutely not true. It's absolutely not true. If no one taught you about relationships, no one told you how to be in a relationship, how to pick a relationship, how to develop, you have to invest in it. If you're not going to invest finances, go invest in, in reading, go invest in learning, go invest in doing what you need to do to improve. Take a course, take a workshop, do whatever it is that you need to do. But you have to, at some point in time, realize that if what you've been doing isn't working, it's time to do something different. So you must accept the numbers game. The other thing with the 30s is that it part of the challenge is because there's this wide scale from 30 to 40. There's this wide scale that really varies when it comes to where people are in life. The 30s are so interesting because you can have someone who is in their early 20s with teenagers, you can have someone who's in their late I'm sorry, early 30s with teenagers, you can have someone in their late 30s with a newborn. You can have someone who is in their early 30s who's really established in their career. You can have someone who's in their late 30s who decided to go back for a career change or finally decided to go back to school and start their career. So you can have people when it comes to finances, credit, income, education, family lifestyle, fitness. I mean, there's so many variances because people in their 30s are just really trying to figure it out and they're really just getting established in life so according to whatever happened in their 20s now they're bouncing back from it that could be good choices it could be bad choices it could be a lot of different things but there's so many different things going on in your 30s that that makes it a challenge meeting the right one and this is why it's a numbers game you have to meet more people in order to come across more compatible options. There's so many different, I mean, you have people that may be going through divorce, they might be paying child support, they might be paying alimony. You might have someone who's never had children, never been married, they don't understand that, right? 
people with maybe their parents have have died maybe someone who's taking care of their parents and their parents lives with them this so many different factors that you have to consider that if you are just sitting around waiting hoping that this right one will come along you're not being active in that process you're going to end up allowing a lot of time to go by and not meeting anyone and then you're going to end up like so many that I meet who are in their 40s and they're like oh my gosh I want to get married in a relationship but they haven't really made a real effort into meeting someone or made a real effort in changing their relationship habits or their passion patterns in 10 or 15 years they pretty much just put it off to the side especially those I see this a lot with women who maybe had children and then divorced and they say I'm just going to wait until after my kids are out the house and now you know they're like 45 46 and they haven't had a relationship or been married or they haven't had anything serious in a decade that's a long time so even in that no you may not have patterns set up from the marriage or relationships or the courses that you've been in in those 10 in that 10 year gap but now you have behaviors and patterns that have developed from you being single for so long so You need to really think about that and understand the importance of playing to numbers. Now, the challenges also means that you have to be patient and proactive. You have to be patient and proactive. You need to be proactive when it comes to actually making an effort, but you need to be patient and understand that it is going to take time. It's probably going to take more time than it would take when you're over 40 or when you're under 30 because there's so many different factors. People tend to move a little bit slower. They tend to want to make sure that they're confident in the decision. They're not going to take as many risks because they are in a building phase of their life. They are trying to get comfortable in their life. And because of that, they're going to be a lot more uh, cautious when it comes to relationships. Even when it comes to those who have been married before, they tend to be a lot more cautious, especially if you're dealing with people that are in their late 30s. They tend to move a lot more cautiously because they don't want to encounter something as traumatic as what they just went through. So you have to be mindful that it it is going to require a level of patience, but you still need to be proactive in that process. Now, the mistakes that I often see with those who are in their 30s is number one, um, stress and anxiety. They make it a very stressful and anxious experience. They allow it to really weigh them down and they're pushing so much against the clock that now I do want you to be proactive in it, but when you put yourself on this time clock, that creates stress. The time clock is creating stress for you. You need to shift your mindset around that. So they make it such a stressful and anxious experience because I understand, especially for women, they may actually be running on a biological clock. And that is important if you're a man who's in his 30s or his 40s and you're dealing with women in your 30s, you need to be respectful and mindful of that. I understand you guys don't want to feel rushed. You don't want to feel a lot of pressure. But you do have to understand that women are operating on a real life clock. This isn't just like something in their head something that's based on their emotions there is an actual clock that's running inside of them and if they want to have a family especially if they haven't had the opportunity to have one 
there is a clock that they're running on. So just don't waste her time. Don't waste her time. The woman in her 30s, she doesn't have time to waste. She's looking to build a family. She's looking for commitment. She's looking for partnership. She's looking to build a life. And if you're not ready for that, you're not serious about that, then just keep moving right along. It's really not fair to waste someone's time. But if you're a man that's in your 30s or your early 40s and you're not serious, you're not committed about that, I really want to ask, what are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your life? Because the clock is ticking for you too. So... again a mistake sorry guys I'm like struggling right now in my throat and I've been um, getting sick at the time of this recording I'm just getting sick so by the time that you're hearing this I should be over it I'm hoping but my throat has really been bothering me so sorry but again stress and anxiety they make it so stressful and so anxiety that they act in a lot of stressful and anxious behaviors um, the other thing is avoidance they feel so stressed out by the process and so anxious about the process that they just avoid taking action altogether. They avoid doing what they need to do, whether it's unlearning patterns, learning new patterns, getting positioned to meet people, whatever. They just avoid everything and they put a lot of other things first. I mean, they might be putting travel first, their career studies. Not saying that you shouldn't do those things, but you have to find balance. You have to find balance in it um the next thing the next mistake that I see so many people make that mistake is judgment oh my gosh so much judgment going on in the 30s everyone is really harsh on other people's journeys in life judging where people are not saying you should be mindful and that you shouldn't look at people for who they are and where they are I'm not saying that but there's so much judgment that there's a lack of vulnerability and a lack of understanding who this person is so you need to not be so judgmental towards people because that judgmental side of you is definitely a part of sabotage and it's going to keep you blocked Another mistake that I see is being past focused, meaning that you are so weighed down with your trust issues. You're so weighed down about the things that you've experienced, what you don't want, you know, that type of mindset, what you're not going to deal with. You focus so much on that, that you lack the clarity and the intention about what it is that you really do want and what's really going to work. Um, A lot of negativity in the thirties. Honestly, I come across a lot of negative limiting mindsets a lot of negativity when it comes to the process when it comes to the the people that are available a lot of negativity about options there's so much negativity and it's going to work against you it's a major mistake to have that type of mindset um the last mistake i'm going to mention is comparison doing a lot of comparison with comparing you to the other person comparing the couples you know comparing your options to people that you dated in your 20s which the lifestyle in your 20s is completely different in your 30s so why are you comparing this person to your college sweetheart to your high school sweetheart to your ex to someone that you dated that it didn't last it didn't work out you know it was a moment in time but you're comparing people that you meet in your 30s to this person from your 20s for what what are you doing that for you need to move forward um, you know, it's being really focused on the things that you did before or the types of people that you had before that didn't work. So being past focused, um, even when it's being focused on the past in a way that you're like, you know what, I did this 
this didn't work it's never going to work or these types of people you know weren't a good experience it's never going to be a good experience just really operating from a place of past experience and focus on the past and not focus on the future is definitely a major mistake that so many make in their 30s so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back i'm going to give you some tips some things i kind of did already mention but i'm just going to give you some really clear tips on mindsets to develop ways to look at things differently in your 30s so that you can start making progress in your courtship be right back guys and we are back for the last portion of the podcast today where I'm going to be sharing with you some tips and some advice on some things that you should be considering when it comes to courtship in your 30s in order to turn the experience around in order to be able to again use the keyword the numbers game and to increase your odds of meeting someone that you actually feel compatible with and that you actually feel good about now the first thing I'm going to be sharing with you is to be forgiving and understanding now we just talked about judgment but you want to make sure that you are being forgiving and understanding because in your 30s you're in a place where everyone has a past in your 20s everyone has a past but especially in your 30s you know everyone has been through life to some extent and people aren't necessarily going to be where you are in various areas of your life and people aren't necessarily going to be where you think they should be So you need to be open-minded and understanding of that instead of casting judgment on every single person that you meet or especially as you're courting someone, if they make a mistake or they say the wrong thing, instead of uh, being really harsh and judgmental and just moving on to the next or cutting them off or anything like that, you want to make sure that you are taking it as an opportunity to be vulnerable and have the conversation and actually get to know them or to try to gain a better understanding on the deeper reason why. Now, if they're not willing to give that, then that's obviously a communication issue. But take the time instead of catching judgment and seek understanding and try to be forgiving of people's stumbling. It is a time period where people are trying to figure out and they're also very cautious. Everyone's most people are very cautious in their 30s because they want to make the right decision. So be understanding of that. You know, try to understand their story and who they are and be forgiving. The next thing I want to say is you want to focus on a future ship, which is something I'm coining that. You want to focus on having a future ship and a partnership. And what I mean by that is focus on the issue of the next 20 years. Can you see yourself spending the next 20 years with this person? I know most of you, I don't want to spend 20 years. I want my marriage to be forever. Okay, that's fine. But if you can't make it through 20 years, how are you going to make it through forever? So think about, does this person have the capacity to be able to get through the next 20 years with you? The lifestyle you want to have, the experiences you want to have, the um, family, whatever it is that you desire. You know, so if you're in your... 30s you're looking at somewhere in your 50s right can you see yourself making it through the next two decades with this person can you have a future ship built upon the future the future that you're trying to develop with this person do you see them fitting into that picture the next thing I want to say is focus on getting needs met first so 
although all your wants are wonderful, you want someone who looks like this, who has this type of income, who has this type of credit, those things are all fine and dandy, but get really clear on what your needs are, what things need to get met in order for you to be happy, and work from there. Because people are in a building phase of their life, because people have all different things going on in their 30s, you trying to piece together this perfect person may or may not be able to come as easy as it would actually come probably later in life or earlier in your in life. The 30s is like a bridge, it's literally a bridge. So when people are on the bridge, you know, they're moving, things are kind of uh, transitioning, right? So you wanna keep that in mind. So focus on if this person can meet your needs more than your wants, right? Are they able to give you what you need for the next 20 years? And the last few things that I wanna share with you are more focused inward and those things are going to be accountability and self-reflection. You want to take accountability for where you are in life, for where you are in relationships and not put that energy outward. So much negativity, again, I said this already, there's a lot of negativity in the 30s. So many people are bitter, they're scorned, they're hurt, they're frustrated, they're stressed out, they're anxious, they're avoiding, they have all these things going on in their 30s. You need to take accountability for where you are, for where you aren't, and for what you need to do. You need to focus on your own development. You need to focus on how you're going to be better at relationships. And for the fact that if you haven't figured it out yet, there's still room for improvement. So instead of focusing all the attention and all the energy on what other people need to improve on and how they're no good and how there's all this negativity, you need to focus on making sure that you are positioning yourself to be the best partner that you can be, that you have worked on yourself and take accountability for the things that you have done wrong and the bad choices that you have made in the past. And that's going to require a lot of self-reflection and a lot of inner work. So focus on doing that. And I really believe that if you really take these steps, you'll be able to get more clarity and have a better experience when it comes to courtship in your 30s. So that's it for this week, guys. Well, next week, we are going to be talking about courtship in your 40s and beyond. So make sure that you tune into that. Share this episode with others. Sorry, guys. My throat is completely messed up right now. Like it's itching. It's hurting. My head is starting to hurt. I'm definitely getting sick. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. And if you want to learn more about coaching, if you want to If you've been listening to the Courtship Code podcast, opening emails, and following content online, then I know that you're the type of person who values quality relationships and is ready to break up with your bad relationship habits. I want you to go ahead to CaptivatingCourtship.com and book your free 20-minute consultation where we're going to discuss your current bad relationship habits and how working together in our signature Wounds to Worth six-week program is going to help you to heal your emotional wounds, increase attraction, and position yourself with a real strategy on how to start meeting quality partners and attracting quality relationships. So go ahead to CaptivatingCourtship.com and book your free 20-minute discovery call and let's start captivating courtship.